0: Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Alisa Benson.
2: Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmopolitan.com's Happy Hour podcast. Today, we are talking about a very Cosmo-y topic. I bet you think I'm going to say sex, but I'm going to say beauty. I am here in the Cosmopolitan.com unicorner with our beauty team, Carly Cardellino, senior beauty editor. Hey, Car. Hey, guys. Hey. (laughs) And Brooke Shunatona, who is our associate beauty editor, and you may also remember her from the episode of the podcast where she talked about living like Kylie Jenner for a week.
0: I sure
2: did. Can't introduce you without saying that. And we are very (laughs) excited to be joined by the one and only Sir John, Uh who you guys probably who needs no introduction, but I will introduce him anyway. (laughs) L'Oreal Paris celebrity makeup artist who has worked for, with basically everyone Beyonce Chrissy Teigen everybody everybody Kylie <laughs> Close Khloe Kardashian who am I forgetting Joan Smalls
1: Naomi uh, I mean Iman we got a few girls is it yeah.
2: is it easier for you to name people you haven't worked
1: with uh, is that a shorter well, I want to work with yeah no but you know it's 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 cool to just not know these these girls because they all like sort of mark a chapter or a punctuation in life. So these are like time capsules. These women for me.
2: That's that's so interesting. Yeah. And speaking of time capsules, we were talking about this right before you came off the air. And yeah. we have a lot we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about sort of the biggest beauty trends in twenty fifteen. We're going to forecast the biggest beauty trends moving forward. We have a million questions for you about all of the famous ladies and makeup that you do and sort of makeup in general but we have to you know the story you were just telling us about how you got your start before you before Beyonce um you know when you were growing up in New York talk to us about getting your start
1: ah okay cool so um you know where we started where I started we basically been in school for arts forever I went to school I was a painter for a long time I have these I even have tons of little pictures of myself when I was six with like easels and all this other kind of stuff. So I've always had a working knowledge of color and brushes and mediums. Um, I went to college for art history. Long story short, I went to, I started freelancing for Mac when I was like 19, didn't know about makeup, but a friend was a model. She needed me to do her makeup because she knew it was an artist. Um, the photographer who had to capture this moment said, Hey, listen, can you come back next week for $250? I'll pay you $250 in cash. At the time, I was 18 years old, 19. I'm like, you can pay me to do this
2: right uh, yeah
1: i'll be back and yeah, i'm and struggling
2: dollars is like the most money you've that's heard so of. that was yeah. beyond
1: yeah you're yeah. like making that in a week yeah.
2: right right Still.
1: so yeah <laughs> Still. Still. um so yeah fast forward a couple years uh in new york and i left makeup altogether and i started doing the windows so i started doing visual um was the visual merchandiser or men's merchandiser for uh gucci for a while and then i used to do windows for Bergdorf goodman and barney's um Bundles for holiday. And so- like
2: I think we have a lot of like non-New York readers listening and I think they kind of get that but like that yeah. is just the thing in New York City. It's like all the department stores, especially around holidays, these elaborate window displays. Yeah. People come from near and far just to gaze at the windows Absolutely. and it's so creative and artistic and yeah. really, I mean, the way I understand, you probably know more about this yeah. than I do, but the way I understand it is like you literally have teams of people that are spending an entire year planning like the holiday windows. So
1: true. It's honestly, it's it's creating a story so it's, it's you know, as if I look at art directors and I look at stylists now and what they do on set is they create a story they create an illusion uh, so some sort of fantasy world that they want you to be a part of mm-hmm. and and visual that's what we used to do in merchandising so um, I was there and then I ran into a buddy who I used to work w- with at MAC back in the day his name is Yadim he's a makeup artist um, he now has a contract with Maybelline and says hey listen i need your help i'm working with this lady named pat McGrath. had no idea who pat was Mm -hmm. um and is it possible if you could meet her she needs an extra
0: (laughs) Um, can you
1: can you meet her and she possibly needs an assistant an extra assistant so i was like yeah sure whatever you know so i met him at a show and in new york and at that show uh she asked me hey listen are you gonna be in italy two weeks from now and mind you, I didn't even have a passport at the right. time. I you're hate like, to say. If you need
0: me there.
1: So I was right. like, Yeah, sure I'll be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, so basically I left that show, uh, at that show I met Naomi Campbell. and you know, everyone's like, Don't talk to her, leave her alone, leave her, you know, by herself, don't go and bug her. I'm like, No, I'm gonna go say hi, I'm gonna introduce myself. Like I've sort of idolized this woman since I was young, you know. Yeah. There were no other people who um, of color that you can identify with when you're growing up in a small town, so you know, look at this woman I'm like, oh my God. So I introduced myself to her. She's like, okay. And, and why are you, you know?
0: <laughs> right, <why laughs> but <are> you then? <laughs> a week
1: later she called me and you know, she asked me to sort of follow, be with her for in Milan and Paris and, and things like that. So she was my first celebrity client. Wow. Uh, basically, so I that met... That
0: is insane
2: that she was your first celebrity qu- client yeah. and that this ended up happening because you essentially, like, decided to be ballsy and walk up and introduce yeah. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, you,
1: you gotta... It's... it's Honestly, it's all organic and you gotta have good energy. You have to be confident and... um. You
2: have good energy. Uh-huh. Like, we, yeah, I feel really like... Do. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, like, I would also hire you to... Be <laughs> yeah, you
0: have quite the resume. Yeah. But
2: I could see that. Nice, but- I mean, that you... I could see the way that you just like get along with people right yeah. away.
1: Yeah, no, honestly it was it worked to it worked out and so I met Pat in in Milan about 2 weeks later. I had to rush out of that sort of meeting, get a passport rush. You literally I,
2: went to the like DMV or whatever literally, wherever you got uh, by
1: the grace of like of, of God I got there and A friend who was standing, and he was actually staying in Milan. He was staying. He was working for Goldman Sachs, and he said, "Yeah, you can crash on my couch." This never happens. Like the stars were in alignment. Yeah. So, got to Milan. The first show was Dolce. After Dolce, she took me to Prada, and then after Prada, she kept me with her under her wing for a while. And then after that, I met Charlotte Tilbury, who is still a big mentor to me now. She's the one who introduced me to um, uh, Beyonce in 2010 at Tom Ford's first women's wear show Mm -hmm. backstage. And I mean, honestly, these women have been like the women are the reason I'm here. Right. Basically, yeah.
2: And Mm. I think, um, fun fact about myself, (laughs) I was an art major back in the day in school, but I do think it's really interesting that you come from an art background because really beauty is art. And like you have mentioned, and I think this is part of your legacy of sort of like really understanding color. And you know, that really is not to say that coming up in a beauty background you don't learn those things, but I feel like your specific background is part of what has made you so successful.
1: Yeah, you know, um, well, what, what, this the, the, not a problem, but a concern I have for people who started out at just makeup counters and, and go into whatever is that. I feel like even as a makeup artist or as a beauty professional, you should take an art course. Mm-hmm. You should, you know, take a, a painting class. You should have some kind of unorthodox view of what beauty can mean, and it doesn't just happen to do with an eyeshadow right. or a blush. But you know, how do politics influence beauty? How does you know the history of art or the world in general influence your aesthetic? Right. And this happens when you have a broader knowledge of you know, um, references and and things like that. When you're on set and you're, you're, you know, looking at an art director and they bring all these boards and uh, inspiration to the set, you should say, yeah, well, I was inspired by, you know, George O'Keeffe's watercolor or wash Mm -hmm. of color from 1912 and this and that. And all these elements for this dynamic just makes you more appreciated or having you have you have a point of view sure
2: you know what they're talking about yeah. right like, you're oh, not yeah, like uh. i know what that is
3: not yeah. like oh i got to google this fast yeah. right it's not I just what that means yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. not Especially just about like, a sneak google on your absolutely. phone absolutely
1: it's not just yeah. about learning contour or learning how yeah. to apply your eyeshadow or some tutorial it's about understanding the history of what why we came to this. Why how a Cleopatra's wing die right. influenced Elizabeth Taylor's and Elizabeth Taylor's yeah. influenced Kim Kardashians.
2: And Kim Kardashians influenced mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody else. <laughs> That's how it works. That's right. how it works. So I wanna ask you a million more questions about that. And I so let's come back to that at the end of the cast, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to like take a moment to speaking of looking back, not so much at historical references, but looking back at 2015. I would love for each of you beauty experts in the room, and I have my own idea, even though I'm not a beauty expert. Okay. But to sort of throw out what you guys think was sort of the most defining beauty trend of 2015. Brooke, you want to start?
0: I for sure. I don't know why,
2: because you're sitting across. Yeah, yeah. No on the problem. spot. On the spot.
0: I think it was a really big year for hair color. Mm-hmm people were you know like opal hair or my little pony pastel hair or like bleached hair as carly knows like it was all about doing kind of just these really bold statements with your hair i thought
3: yeah no for sure i also feel like it was the year of contouring i mean everyone was contouring the shit out of their face it was like we were seeing all these different techniques being used and like crazy ones like clown contouring and just like hair contouring yeah Yeah, hair. it's just like you're like all (laughs) kinds of contouring and and you know like I'm glad that in 2016 it's kind of moving away from that I know I'm jumping the gun here Lisa but I feel like it was it was a major year for contouring but
2: I was gonna you know I think in some ways contouring has been around a while but we reached like peak contouring it felt like in 2015 you're nodding your head I can tell you want to jump
0: in
1: yeah so (laughs) honestly can I be honest with you contouring started back in the day Contouring, contouring started from honestly it was something Grace Jones did mm-hmm. and back in the day her makeup artist she wanted to be painted like a cat so she wanted extreme contour she wanted extreme highlights you know mm-hmm. and she wanted this triangle here and, and that dynamic so this sort of all sort of came in a sense from like that factory girl Andy Warhol era right. where Jace Grace Jones was running around with Barbara Streisand right. and now and it, was it meant just meant to be a
2: little like theatrical it was
1: meant to be theatrical mm-hmm. it was meant to you know give a sense of illusion or aspirational quality right. to the shapes of your face and you know fast forward a couple of years right. we have it's it's basically like the Olympics of contour now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's set to a certain extent and it's taken over the world. But I feel like in the future we're gonna dial down away from these aggressive forms of contour and there's gonna be a sculpting or an invisible contour. Invisible contour or sculpting is I the that. new i.e. the new way to get the same message across.
2: It mm, sounds amazing. sexy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like, it's almost like contouring but without trying. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or contouring <laughs> without seeing you know stripes it's not like this is not the Daytona 500 guys we (laughs) want to we want to contour we want to slim down the cheeks or make the nose prettier or this kind of thing because we are in such a selfie obsessed generation it is about making sure that there is a level of perfection now that we need Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. so than ever before but um Yeah,
2: talk to me. Oh, no, I was going to say, it's just so funny. Carly and I were just randomly meeting with, like, our friends at Apple, and they were, like, running through pre-fashion week, like, tricks for taking, you know, photos on your phone. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the things they were really talking through was with the, like, 6S phone that came out, how they were like, it's designed to take better selfies. And they really sort of re the way the camera works in that facing you mode. And giving it a flash. Right. And like in some ways it's kind of embarrassing, not like embarrassing, but like, you know, it's kind of funny to hear these people from Apple who make like worldwide beloved devices talking about wanting to help people take better selfies, but that's so real.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a sign of the times in a sense. And also you have to realize that who's driving this and it's, it's not, you know, these techies, these guys don't care. It's, mm-hmm. you know, and this speaks to the trend I'm going to bring up next is that it's women. And you know, the fact that there's this community of, listen, I have, well, I, for example, when you were talking about trends, I think that the biggest trend for twenty. 15 was liquid lipstick or liquid mattes. Mm-hmm. So liquid mattes were so impactful. I mean, yeah, you sure. had everyone coming out with them and all these different lines and all these different shapes. But the cool thing about it, look at Kylie Jenner, for example.
0: Yeah. The cool
1: thing about it is the fact that I see all of these, you know, before Instagram, you know, Instagram has given light to so many new entre- entrepreneurs right. and so many young girls who say, Hey, listen, I have a million followers or I have 500,000 followers and they like the way I do makeup. Right. So I'm going to put out lipstick line. I'm going to put out a line of six matte lips and, I've seen so many companies grow from three colors to an actual company and they have an office now and these kind of things. So that just speaks to the empowerment of women and girl power in general. Right.
2: And I think about like I weirdly every podcast end up talking about my age. It's like my favorite topic besides beauty. But um so I'm thirty one years old. So at the point when I was a teenager, like obviously the internet was around. I'm not that freaking old. But you know, it was just I never wore makeup in high school because, you know, like I would I subscribe to every magazine under the sun, so you get your monthly sort of how to, but The way on the internet and the way on Instagram you can just discover these really fun sort of inspiring and very real and authentic ways that people around the world are making themselves up and having fun with it. Like I feel like it would have – I really think it would have changed like my entire trajectory as a person because as I said, I was always a person that was really interested in art. And I feel like when I was a teen, I didn't connect that to beauty. Mm. Like it wasn't – I just, like, didn't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like now, if I were
3: 16 today, I'd probably be, like, trying to have some, like, beauty YouTube oh show. Yeah. I know. I'm really upset I didn't do that because yeah. I remember when Michelle Phan did it, and I was like, wow. I was telling you this yeah. the other day, Brooke, and I was like, though this girl, like, you know, she started on YouTube. Like, that's crazy. And just thinking about it, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, she's a billionaire, and I'm oh. not. And I'm like, I with really should have. Yeah, right. with a makeup line <laughs> yeah. and, like, everything else. And it's just like... You know, everyone has the opportunity. Like that's the great thing about yep. this day and age is like everyone has the opportunity to do this, but it's like about being consistent and like actually doing it. And yeah, and you can. Hard. Those it, girls, it is hard. The like people props that have to really them. done it are working their butts oh off. Yeah.
1: But you know, also and it's it's free. Yeah, it's free. It's free. It's, that's it's, why it's, it's so crazy. It's a, like Yeah, it's free it's and so it's crazy. also a point of view. All these girls have a different point of view. Right. And I mean and they someone else identifies with them. But one thing that's really cool about this platform and social in general is the fact that there's no distance in space and time between, you know, I love that it break down, breaks down so many cultural barriers, so mm-hmm. many age barriers. I mean, you can all these girls—they just have in common a lipstick, or a blush, or an mm-hmm. eyeshadow, or a mm-hmm. liner. They don't—it doesn't matter if you're getting ready for date night in Dubai or for like you know if you're in Korea, just at your vanity. Right. There's this. There's no. You can teleport yourself to anyone's anything, and yeah, there's. Cool. I mean, from Africa, from Harlem to Hong Kong. Right. So that's so cool to see this melting pot or this mosaic of all these women coming together. In the name of a lipstick.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities,
3: talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It you really do feel like unified. It's really it's that's really so true. interesting. And just having this window into
2: the entire world for sure. And yeah. I think that's like a good transition. We talked about the big um, we talked about the lipstick and the contouring and the crazy hair colors being the big trends for 2015. Um, And how social media is so inspiring for all of us. So I'd love for you guys to say, like, what do you think is going to be really big in 2016? And I can kick it off by saying something that we just wrote about. I think, Brooke, you wrote about this on the site. But Pinterest, um, also a great ground for sort of like beauty inspiration. They said that searches for coffin nails, which is basically the like Kylie Jenner shape of nail, have been up 69%. So they're basically saying that is the big thing in 2016 that everyone's going to be obsessed with. You're shaking your head. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh,
1: no, man. no, no! I'm just I'm laughing at the uh, the the impact of the Insta girls mm-hmm. and it, and its lore into I mean they you know it's it's so interesting to see like you know a couple decades ago it was all about the supermodel or the the six pack you right. know the pack of like Claudia Linda Naomi and then and then you know later in the 2000s you had superstars like Rihanna and Beyonce that, who still are here mm-hmm. but now it's a the the Insta girl I mean the girl mm-hmm. who basically you don't have to you just have to have women who identify with you which is empowering in itself but it's so cool to see the impact i mean look at kylie jenner's lip kit it sold out it sold out in nine minutes or something like that right I mean we
3: tried to buy it it was like sold out in seconds we obviously got one sent to us but we were you know I I mean I gave it to my brother's girlfriend and she literally screamed for like 20 minutes like my brother was like take it down a notch like it's a lip color she like lost her
1: mind it's changing the landscape of business it's changing the landscape of how we how marketers market or and just the attention span of women and people in general so it's a really cool time to just be in the game
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely and I think sort of like you know I think part of the... I am obsessed with the Kardashian and Jenner is like, obsessed. We literally did a whole episode of the podcast where we just talked about how obsessed I am with them. So I could go on forever, but, like, I will say that, like, in the context of what we're talking about and the sort of, like, shifting sort of, like, icons of women in pop culture, that I think so much of their... I think there is a lot of things appealing about them, but it really is consistency. Like, they just post all the time. Yeah. And I think that's the same way you think about... You know, Jennifer Aniston being America's sweetheart. And that was because for the 10 year run of Friends, people were used to seeing her every Thursday on their television. Yeah, like, I think, yes, there is so many star power is such an X factor that people have to have. But I also think mm-hmm. you have to couple that with like consistency. Like, yep. you need to be in people's faces yeah, all the time.
3: I mean, you have to be in it to win it, whether it's the lottery or like your Instagram <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, or even like dating, like, you got to be like, yeah, it, like, out and about, Systemally or like on a dating site, or like there. on Just your like Instagram, toast consistent. Like, and that's the YouTube people too. Yeah, like, you know when they're coming out with. Well. Uh, a segment or you know, a new video. Yeah. And you look to that. I say that since I oversee social media for Cosmo, I say that when people come
2: to me and they're like, I want to build up my personal Insta following and I'm like, everyone wants to build up their insta following. No one wants to do the work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And actually people do want to do the work. Yeah. But I think it's, it's sort of like of you can't
3: just post like once a week if yeah. you want to build your following. Yeah. 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 I mean I don't even have a big following but people are like, Your following's like jumping. And I'm like, yeah, I'm waking up. I'm I'm making sure it's a good photo. I'm posting it at like in the morning, then at it's lunch and at night. It's yeah. it is a job. Yeah. It's it's like, Brooke knows, like, we'll sit here and take a picture for, like, 35 minutes and be like, oh, where did the day go? But it's like, it takes a long time Absolutely. sometimes to make, you know, like, a picture of, like, props of, like, an Apple phone and, like, some flowers and, like, a cool pencil and a chic notebook. And it's like, it's n- this doesn't just happen with a one-off snap.
1: You know what? And the cool thing about it is that everyone, they, they don't realize, you know, young girls or boys or whoever, we don't realize it's the fact that everyone's playing producer Slash Art Director. Oh slash, yeah. I mean, you are the curator of your of a lifestyle, right? And these are channels. You are a H- NBC or HBO or whatever you decide to be, right? And treat it as such. It's a it's a huge mega platform, mega m- microphone or yeah. megaphone, if you will, right? To your life. So make it a good one, right? Yeah. And I yeah. liked
3: what you were saying when I um, interviewed you. I interviewed Sir John earlier for a story that's coming out on the site. So it's, it's like you have Nick and, and we're like, do this, do this, this do this. I'm like, do, do my, my makeup. makeup. <laughs> 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 um, but, Help me. But you were saying, you know basically like everyone can be their own brand and you know like you're playing like publicist you're playing art director you're playing makeup artist but you you know you have to cater to all these different people and personalities and and what you put on your Instagram is really a reflection of your brand you know
1: and it's it's a direct correlation to not just your personality and you know and what you do and how you hang out and who turns up with you on Friday nights but what your views are what's your story what's your point of view mm-hmm. so do you have a point of view mm-hmm. do you have a perspective that's interesting um, and that all plays out visually somewhere in this lifestyle you curate for yourself via uh, Snapchat via Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. And all these dynamics sort of run parallel.
2: I think that is speaking about 2016 trends is kind of a segue into something that I think will be interesting to see. You know, Instagram is hugely popular with our demo, obviously. But, you know, Snapchat is just on fire right now. They're like, they won't even like talk about how many people are using the platform because it's so through the roof. But, you know, everyone sort of knows that Snapchat is so much more important now than it was a year ago when it was just like 13 year olds sending like naked photos or whatever. But I think it will sort of be interesting to see how the very lo-fi Snapchat aesthetic sort of influences beauty trends. And, you know, you already you think about sort of like the blogger beauty aesthetic and it's very manicured, very polished, this dream lighting. And that is so the opposite of Snapchat, where literally they like you know, downsize your photos so they, like, look crappy. But, you know, we're already starting to see, I noticed this as a social media editor, you see people saving their snaps and posting them to Instagram. Yeah. And I kind of, like, would be interested to hear you guys say, like, do you think there's almost going to be sort of more of, like, a dirty grittiness to beauty because of things like Snapchat and because of that sort of, like, lo-fi nature? Or do you think
3: we're not there yet?
1: Okay, I'm going to let you guys take it away before I go for this one. So go for it.
3: Um, I don't know. I feel like it's Did really, I just blow your mind? I don't know. I was just like, how do I <laughs> um, I feel like it's very interesting because, you know, we look at stories and it's like sometimes like really polished fo- photos do well for us. And then sometimes we'll like put, you know, kind of like we'll embed someone's Instagram that's kind of grittier and a it little more well. so, like just authentic. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like, you know, sometimes a girl might take a picture and be like, you know what, I'm going to embrace my. You know, like I just woke up like this ness. And, you know, and then sometimes and she's like, like, I'm going to do like this more polished picture. Right. But I feel
2: like the whole joke of I woke up like this is, of course, no one, look- woke, yeah, up no
3: like one woke up like this. No woke up like this. <laughs> you know that better no. than anyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <no>
0: one,
3: <Charlie>. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I feel like in 2016, like we're seeing this, like more, like we're embracing our natural, yeah. like we're embracing our natural texture of hair. You know, like even Victoria's Secret allowed one model to go down the runway with her natural. Texture and that right. was, and that was like a big deal. And but it shouldn't be a big deal, it should be like everyone, you know, should be able to think, kind of come to the yeah, platform I think how, how they are. Yeah,
2: I think with the Victoria's Secret moment, which was such a big beauty moment yeah. last year, and I think on one hand, it was like finally, finally, yeah. but on the other hand, it was like thank goodness, and like yeah. you know, let's see even more of this. You know, also the news just last week about Barbie releasing the yeah. new. Yeah, new skin tones, new eye colors, new body shapes. Um, And I think that's the same thing, too. It's like, on one hand, it's like, come on, it took
3: this long. And on the other hand, it's like, good for you guys. Even with, like, foundations, like, you'll know that's the best. It's like, you know women of color they're just like where is my foundation the the people are out there are like mixing together nine different yes, shades to so be like true. finally I found my shade they're like right. at home chemists at this point yeah. you know it's like and the model had to bring her own foundation yeah. to I
1: spoke on that yeah, yeah for sure
3: Unreal. yeah it's crazy
1: um, do, you, do you want to take it
0: away? back to the snapchat thing I think that honestly it's kind of bringing a humor to beauty mm. or like a realness and everyone's embracing being lazy now um
3: which, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No. I love the idea of humor too, though, because I yeah.
2: think there is something like from the outside, like I know and love all you guys, but I think from the outside, you know, the beauty industry is serious, mm-hmm. which is partly because it's a huge, huge business and yeah. because people are very serious about the way that they look because it's so connected to how you feel. Yeah. But I sort of
0: love that observation about it getting a little more fun. Yeah, like putting a. Sassy caption on a Snapchat, you know, like or yeah. highlighting something on your face, like circling, I don't know, just something right. funny that you snap to your friends and then yeah. Instagram. I think it's kind of taking it in a new direction,
2: yeah. And even I think on Snapchat, like I feel like you see a lot of that, like putting on my zit cream, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> even sort yeah. of that idea of not being afraid to show the process of it, like it's like, yes, I want to look, you know, hot AF in the Instagram I yeah. post that's mm. totally flawless, but like. I'm also not afraid to show you that there's steps that lead up to that. Exactly. I
3: mean, I think that it's like, it's so important to remember, and we have, you know, you here, it's like so important that it's like, you know, none of these girls, you can you can you can look at Blake Lively's hair, you can look at, you know, Beyonce's face, you can look at, you know, anybody and just be like, Wow, like I really want her hair, or her makeup, or her skin or whatever. Yeah. But you know, just like you said, literally no one wakes up no. looking the way they do when they walk out the door. And I think it's a, a good job. thing to remember <laughs> for these They're girls like, Thank God. So it's like <laughs> Blake Lively. Even though she has gorgeous hair, like that she's born with, she also has a ton of extensions in sometimes. And it's like you can't achieve that without these tools. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, and people who are literally, their whole job in life is to make sure that that area of you is perfection. Yeah. Is you know, is is aspirational. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but going back to the snapchat. Yeah, the
2: Snapchatization of (laughs) Snapchatization. So
1: I'm on the I'm on the fence, guys. So maybe we can, you know, when I leave here I'll possibly be in a different situation. Yes. (laughs) But so I don't have a Snapchat because of the fact that I'm just I mean and maybe I'm gonna, you know, everyone has Snapchat, so oh everyone snapped around me. Right. I would yeah. love to actually. I think I might do it today. <laughs> do I might it do it today. Oh, we got it. I'm we so serious. Do I'll do a yeah. snap. I'll do a snap today. But I just feel like <laughs> Bang
3: <on the> table. <laughs>
1: so. I'm a little confused on how it works, but also I, I do love a level of
0: beauty. Perfection. Yeah. Per-
1: personally. So this is, yeah. you know, I, I might get a lot of booze or whatever because, you know, <laughs> in this like raw indie beauty kind of moment right now, which is so cool. It's sort of like a throwback to this flower power-esque days. Mm. Um, in the 60s, it's almost like we're politically, you know, the landscape in general, there's so much change. It's sort of reminiscent of the 60s. Yeah. But I'm going to say that uh, I wish there was a flash. I wish there was better light in Snapchat. Yeah. I like a level of aspirational quality. So, right. I'm not the guy for as for the raw as much as my next person. So I'm right. an Instagram person. I like Periscope. Periscope is cool because right. you can see the process of me taking someone from zero to hundred real right. quick.
2: Right, 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 right. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, and um, also relevant for you yeah. is Facebook Live is basically like Never. exactly like Never Periscope. They just announced yesterday that they're like unveiling it to everyone on Facebook, but yeah. it's really similar to Periscope and I think you'll love it because okay. there tends to be like a bigger audience on Facebook. We should do one of those with you too. Okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, so okay, that's We're interesting. We're holding you hostage you can't leave. But um okay, so some mixed We're not know. done, are we? No. No, oh, no, no, this no. Is fun. no <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I have a cool. million more yes, questions. Me, okay, cool. Um I feel like that was a really interesting conversation and um so I have a million questions for you. And yeah. one thing you've brought up a few times, Sir John, is this sort of political climate that we're in. Yeah. And I I have to be honest, I feel panicked yeah. about the upcoming election. Oh it's such a circus. Tell it's so it. crazy. I feel nervous and scared and but that's all an aside. The question here yeah. is like how much does what is happening in the world affect your creative process yeah. and when things are negative, which like there's been a lot of negativity Absolutely. in the world recently, like how does that impact something like beauty? Oh,
1: wow, this is such a loaded question. I got shows just now, just thinking about it. I <laughs> too,
0: I have goosebumps. Because
1: we're honestly, this is the coolest time to just be alive. It's a cool time to be us, and mm-hmm. you know our age, and and have a voice and have an opinion. And Instagram is a platform or social media, uh, Snapchat, to actually express. Of point of view, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and through a lipstick or through whatever, and you have to realize, let's look back at history. So, you know, in the times of war, back in the 40s and the 30s, mm-hmm. women, lip- lipstick, when uh, we went to war, lipstick sales went through the roof. Yeah, so, right. a woman needed, she would go and buy, a, you know, a can of lipstick when her Husband went to war, but this gave her an emotional, it, fuzzy, warm feeling inside. Right, so, literally getting goosebumps. So, <laughs> so uh, cosmetics are warproof. They're uh, recession proof. Mm-hmm. When we have, you know, if you look back recently at 2008, when you know Bush was leaving office and our economy went, you know, basically tanked, right. cosmetic sales went through the roof again. So sometimes, and if you look at fashion, hemlines get longer when there's war, and all these other other kind of things. But um, it does play such, you know, politic, the political landscape or just a landscape of life or things that have nothing to do with beauty impact beauty in such a major way. Mm-hmm. And if you look at also things like, um, for example, there's this, you know, uh, this this moment where... Uh, people are feeling, you know, proud to wear their natural hair, like you mm-hmm. said for Victoria's Secret or, you know, things that are happening and uh, there's this, you know, Black Lives Matter or the and the movement where there's this, you know, Trump brought out this anti-Muslim rhetoric mm-hmm. and it doesn't speak to what the people are. This It's not indicative of the people because we're mm-hmm. all in a situation where we're all together right now. We're all right. social media. You look at social media, we're all one. Right. And so you have these people at the top who are creating this division, but we don't feel it from where we are. Right, Do you know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I love the fact that I can pay, I can look at a, a, a celebrity who you know like a like a Beyonce and and know that hey listen we're gonna just do natural skin and you know you're you're gonna embrace your own natural texture mm-hmm. and hair and that is direct correlation to what's happening in, uh on a global level right now
2: right right that's more than important than ever it's more, yeah it's more yeah. important
1: than just being glamorous but how can I make the women who who don't feel glamorous how can I make the women who are who are misrepresented or mm-hmm. the women who are being ostracized maybe in Dubai when you know this whole uh, moment that we're having with the East and this villainous, you know, to villainize the East. I love those girls. And, right. and you know, I love the Middle Eastern women. Their approach to beauty is amazing. And mm-hmm. we can learn a lot from them as Americans because they are a throwback, direct correlation to the 1930s mm-hmm. when women had vanity still and they cared about making sure their brows were meticulous and their lip liner was perfect. Mm-hmm. This is the Middle Eastern girl now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's yeah, it's true. it's such a mosaic or back and forth of we're we're taking ideas, we're sharing ideas. And um, I don't feel the division that we are told that's happening. Right. Through beauty, it's, like, so connected, you know?
2: I'm so glad you said all of yeah. that because, like, I have been feeling so sort of like discouraged and just yeah. like oh my god is yeah. this the world we live in and I'm glad that you feel hopeful and I love the idea of beauty sort of being like a shining light yes. and like a way to sort of like remind us that we're all connected and we can borrow inspiration from each other
3: but I love that we all have that platform that like yeah. you can you can show it through your clients and like on your Instagram and on their Instagram and we yeah. can write about people like you and you know just other instances that are happening like we all need to use these platforms mm-hmm. and, you know for for good
1: yeah mm-hmm. and you don't have to be you know you don't have to be a celebrity makeup artist or a superstar to have that voice yeah you no know, the, the thing about it is the cool thing about the template or the climate we're in now is that the voice is coming from below it's not coming from above yeah so I like for I think we're jumping ahead but I'm inspired by the girls who are the insta girls or we came up with Joan and I came up with the purple Matt ball lip a couple of years mm-hmm. ago from a girl in Korea just trying out matte Matt, Matt purples on her on her like lunch break.
0: Right. Yeah, that and lip was so, sick, By the way, it's so indicative
1: of like the fact that the girl who is who thinks she has the least power these days actually has the most voice. Right.
2: Well, I think you yeah, know I did want to ask voice. you that, and like I think we've you've kind of already answered the question I wanted to ask you. But you know, so many of our readers, and by our readers I mean myself, turn to celebrities for beauty inspiration, and so I wanted to ask who you turn to. But it sounds like you're turning to the readers. I
1: turn to the readers. Man, yeah. um, I mean, listen. We're you know we're backstage at Fashion Weeks. So we see all that stuff, and which is beautiful and polished, and and it's but it's one perspective. Mm-hmm. It's one designer's interpretation of society, mm-hmm. or you know the look or the look and the mood and the feel of the season. But it's so cool to go in my phone on my break or mm-hmm. like you know while the girls are like getting dressed and see the world and yeah. see what mm-hmm. every girl is bringing to the table. It's how you know a girl in Russia is turning me onto a completely different lip shape or Mm -hmm. a completely different way to lift the eyes than I could ever possibly get from being backstage in Paris. Right,
2: yeah, right, cool. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so a lot on a kind of a lighter note, I feel like it's there's nothing more real than like looking at a picture of yourself from ten years ago. I feel like <laughs> I always look at my pictures from college and I'm like, why did no one teach me about eyeliner? Like I was a disgusting <laughs> but
3: beast. That's how everyone was doing it at that time. Yeah. Don't get too down on yourself. Yeah, your yeah, mouth. yeah. I feel like, you know, it's easy <laughs> to everyone look back at those
2: old photos and be like, ugh. And I would love to know if you ever look back at like old celebrity oh looks you did and be like, hmm
1: <laughs> You know, honestly, I was I was talking about I was I was actually at um Connie Nash yesterday on and we were talking about uh I was going through my book with someone and certain things as you know as a professional in the beauty industry it doesn't matter if you're a stylist it doesn't matter if you're a hairstylist if you're a Medicare, whatever. Even as an editor, you can mm-hmm. always look back and say, "Oh my God, the yes. story I did in 2010." <laughs> like, and you're sliding down your seat in just say embarrassment. <laughs> but um, no, I do look at some of my work, and I, I, honestly, I've looked at the growth. So there's more or less. I'm, I'm not looking to pull it apart because there was a time and a place for why that was relevant right, at yeah, in that that's time. True. You know, that's true. but I'm looking at it like. Uh, you should have made sure that these the lashes were a little bit more separated, or took a comb mm-hmm. through the lashes. You should have taken a little bit more time to brush up the brows, right? Sj, or there's all this growth <laughs> that I can, <laughs> there's all this growth that I can look in an inventory through you know the old work that I've had, and um, and also the cool thing is the fact that yeah, that's it,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, I and think so, that's a good point though. Right, it's like, learn from it. You know, right. obviously like. You know just like you i said to, to your brows like right. they were like that for a reason and all your friends probably looked like that too <laughs> right. so you yeah. were just like you know look at
1: the like 90s it. i mean can i be honest i'm gonna bring it way 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 back. Go. back i used to i'm not sure if you guys seen the movie dope or anything like that but no. i used to have uh, the highest box oh like kid God. and play no. and like 90 like and i used to have uh easy e written in the back of my head okay. at yes. one point i mean this is so old school i'm bringing it back to like coca-cola sweatsuits i'm an 80s baby so Great. I'm, I'm 30 I'll be 34 in July I'm 33 now I'm born in 82 and I feel you I mean the 90s were all about just trial and error yeah trial and error and we, but the good thing is <laughs> we didn't have social media right so it's all hidden in right. some dark place no in the past <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you
3: know? on actual photos on actual photos yeah. out at. Polaroids <laughs> <laughs> at a store like, I don't know what <laughs> y'all are talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brooke is a, yeah. a baby I love it <laughs> also if you don't know what Sir John looks like he has like the dopest shaved head so oh. yeah. to have like a oh, very high Bob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like we get to start right
2: totally. now, yes. but welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play It at play. It. Um, so how often do your celebrity clients come to you and say like I'm kind of feeling like this kind of vibe? And how often do they come and sit down and be like, work your magic? What are you feeling?
1: Um, it's 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 back and forth, and, and honestly, can I be honest with you? The same woman can come to me. And a three day. If I'm with her all week, or if we have a press run, or if we're doing a tour, or whatever, um, the same person can come to me one day and say, "Just sit and just leave herself completely, render herself helpless." Mm-hmm. And then the next day, she's like, "I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to make sure it's this way, and we need to lift this liner this way." Right. So, but the cool thing about the women that I'm working with around, you know, these women, they know their faces like the back of their hands. Right. So, but it's my job to know it better. Right. Do you know what I mean? So right. it's like they know that. They can look, in. it's, it's a different thing when, when a yeah. woman can look in the mirror and say, nope, the paparazzi is going to photograph me and this is going to be even or this blush is going to make my cheeks look too full right. or this kind of thing. But I need to know that, hey, no, it's going to be okay because it doesn't have any shimmer. So it's, it's going to absorb light and not reflect it. Right. Or this is going to lift and it's not going to pull your face right. in a downward position. So. Uh, you just got to know your game. You got to know your your thing. Right. And if you're not learning any longer as a makeup artist, as a hairstylist, as a beauty professional, you shouldn't be here anymore.
2: Right. Right. Because right. there's always something new. You gotta.
1: And yeah. this is the best place and time to learn. And because we're learning from everyone. Right. Yeah. And
2: cameras are getting more high def by oh the God. day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> and now it's like
2: the 3D cameras and scary. like yeah, scary. virtual reality.
3: Wait um, on that point. How yeah. do you how do you avoid like that scary white reflection from from powder yeah um,
1: i had it happen one time and okay it was bad it, it happened <laughs> to me in italy with naomi and um i was in a hurry like when sometimes when you know you're done with a girl's makeup literally as soon as you turn around to grab a brush for powder her publicist has taken her hand and rushed her onto saturday right. or wherever and so you're running so i'm running with the quickest thing which happened to be this invisible white powder at the mm-hmm. time and, and
3: it's never invisible. It's so, never like, invisible. beauty companies stop saying that. Well, I have,
1: I have, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I have one company that makes invisible invisible, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you guys later off, off the record. Okay. But you gotta log on to Cosmo.com to figure it out.
3: Yes, thank you. Um, that was but, amazing. Yeah, you're hired. But,
1: <laughs> but one thing is, it's the cool thing is that you, uh, you know, you have to make sure that you you finish it in a certain way. There's trial and error. So, right. uh, you know, we all have failed. There's the biggest hairstylist. It doesn't matter who you are or yeah. how seasoned you are there's been a a mishap or two that's made you better. Mm -hmm. And without these mishaps, you're not stronger, right?
2: I think that's also a good point. Just like tease out what you're saying that like these celebrity schedules are so busy that like it's not necessarily like you get two hours to sit down with them. Like I feel like it's probably always like running after them, moving locations. Like you're really on the go.
1: Babe, this this makes me sad because (laughs) 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 because I'm always. I mean, you know, hair gets a lot of time. You know, hair because we live in a situation or a time place where there's extensions and there's color and there's this and there's that. So hair is. you Know all hands on deck, right? And then styling is you know, I need to, I need a fitting or I need this or that. But they're always looking for makeup to be like the bippity boppity boo right. from Cinderella. <laughs> and but you have 10 minutes, you right. have 20 minutes. And you know what? The bad thing about um, what Beyonce told me, she's like, the bad thing about being good, Sir John, is the fact that when you are quick no one's going to really give you much more time. Right. They're always going to expect.
0: Yes. Right. Uh, right. You're
1: always thinking, you know how we are like, you know, listen, I'm going to hit this snooze button right. because I know this express train is going to get me to work quicker Right. or I'll be okay in those last five minutes. But when you have a quick makeup artist, you're like, I can sleep extra five minutes or I can take my time with my coffee now right. because I know AJ is going to whip it up really quick right. but that's bad for me though <laughs> yeah. like, let yeah. me, and I know? feel like it's like you know as soon as you can do
2: it in 15 minutes then it's like can you do it in 14 can, yeah, you, do in can, can you do it in 8 can you do it in 3 <laughs> yeah and exactly so
1: it's that thing that makes you sort of sad yeah you but you know what listen those these are champagne problems
2: right right i love that beyonce said that to you though because i feel like there's that famous like quote that floats around like instagram and whatever that's like you have the same amount of hours in a day as beyonce <laughs> it's like but dewey <laughs> she's magic uh, yeah
1: <laughs> she has help
0: she has hands she <laughs> has, yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> she has hands free because she has help yeah, yeah that's
2: true um do any of your celebrity clients yeah. again like i feel like it's so common like every time i get my haircut every time i like whatever i'm like here's a picture of you know whoever whoever do celebrities talk to you about other celebrities like mm-hmm. remember oh, that, that looks, lip yeah. That, yeah um like are they just like us
1: i think that to be honest it's the opposite a celebrities want to stay in a, in a space that's ah. completely novel in a novel direction right so yeah. like you know when you're with one person, or with a big, su- see models are different than celebrities. Mm. So you know you can have the biggest supermodel in the world, and they're just like I'm a canvas. Just create something beautiful. Mm. I'll wear it. I'll own it. I'll make it my own. Right? Do you know just by this, you know maybe the the gown is different. But when you're a celebrity, your 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 whole thing is different because you have a look, and you have a feel, and you have a, a sound, right. or you have. You know, you're an acting style, so you um, should, like
2: set the trend. Yeah, in the way yeah, I feel yeah. Like. and mm-hmm. kind of stay true to your like vibe right. or whatever
1: insta- your character, also insta- really in your lane. Too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're robbing from the left or the right, it's mm-hmm. it's sort of you can it's visible. Yeah, right. that's know? true. Yeah. More so than a model.
0: Right. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Well, oh, that's true. I feel mm-hmm. like, um, so some actually. Wait, I have to ask a question yeah. about this because like as I'm saying like if I go and get this my well- hair cut or whatever <laughs> yeah. and like yeah, I bring a picture, why is it I feel like everyone has had that feeling where you're like, "Oh yeah, I want" and like I haven't had my makeup done professionally that many times, but a handful, <laughs> but I'm really thinking more of hair, where you're like, "I want this and this and this" and the person's like, hint, "Yes, hint. I got you. I got you." And then like you just leave and you're like, "Is this even what I said?" Like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what is that? Like I sometimes feel like with some of the people that I'm speaking to, it's like they're speaking a different language. And I actually feel like I know you're a makeup person and not a hair person, but I feel like for our listeners, they probably especially feel that way with hair. You know what I mean? When you're like, I want it to look cool and like side volume and like the blogger haircut, and then you leave and you look like you have like the Rachel from Friends. Oh my god.
1: That's a bad reference. What
2: is that? Uh, Guys, but
1: you know, I'm I'm gonna give you a quick thing to take home, and this this shouldn't happen to you again. So it's all about chemistry and it's all about communication. So just like communication helps your relationship work, it helps your Friendships work, um, even at your job, or whatever. Right. Friendship... I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, communication is key to the relationship between you and your hair colorist. You're right. The person who cuts your hair. Right. Um, the person who you know does your makeup or, or things like that. Uh, you have to realize that, you know, listen, I'm going to expect... When I'm talking about a haircut I want, when I'm talking about a makeup application I want, I'm not going to leave any guesswork. There's right. n- There's no guesswork here. Right. So I'm going to bring a visual. I'm going to talk to you uh, about the look almost in a way where I don't... Th- I'm going to assume that you speak Japanese and I speak German. Right. So we're, I'm going to make sure that there's no room for error. So I'm going to bring a visual. I'm going to show you this is how much hair that needs to be taken off. Right. Anything above this mark is a problem for me. This right. is where we run into a problem. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you have this open, if, you ha- if you're very good at communicating right. with your hair and makeup, there shouldn't be so shouldn't much be. room for error. There well, should Oh, sorry.
2: Oh No, I was just going to say, I've started basically, like, this has kind of worked over the past, like, year or two, where I've started literally being, like, after we talk through, and they're like, I feel you, I feel you, Mm. being like, can you just tell me exactly what you're going to (laughs) do? Like, can you walk me through exactly what you're going to do? Because I sometimes feel like they say they understand what I'm talking about, but I don't know how to speak the beauty language. Mm. Like, I'm a terrible communicator. (laughs) As you can all tell. And so I need them to come back and say, like, exactly what you're saying. Like, I'll take this much off. I'll do this. I'll, like, wing it out this much. And that's kind of helped.
1: But also, that's a a really good point. And to, you know, that verbiage, that communication. So once that communication, you know, and that could be in the sense of, hey, repeat it back to me. Mm -hmm. Show me. Can you, you know, I had to say, it, even if it's a wedding or it's a major event, can right. you draw, can you sketch it out for me?
0: Right. Do you That's know what I mean? A good one. And
1: and listen, this is the thing. It's sh- this is your day. This right. is your event. This is this is not their moment. I mean, it is a moment for whoever. Right. But they, this is you. You have to go and and sell it. Right. Once you leave the chair. So my whole thing is, I feel like if you and if you find someone good, stay with them. Right. Stay Never break up. Stay in that up. area. <laughs> yeah. So for example, I'll give you an example. Smokey eyes. Smoky eyes is is interpreted differently across the world. So every, yeah. Every girl has their own. Interpretation. Interpretation of what smokey is. Right. So when someone comes to me and say, Oh, I want smokey eyes. So I have to understand that if this girl is a minimalist, her idea of smokey is gonna be completely different than right. the showgirl's smoky eye. Right. So I am I have to also intuit the mood of the person. Right. And that changes the dynamic of what I'm gonna give them. If I say, hey, listen, I want fair, falset you know, situation with my hair, right. I want big cascading curls, I want Victoria's Secret hair, that could possibly mean not as tight of a curl for someone who has to go to a law office or if she's right. a mom than a girl who is gonna go to on date night right. in Manhattan.
2: And speaking of that, and then we're like pretty much running out of time, but gotta get this question. Um, what can I, how should I do my hair and makeup to make men fall in love with me?
1: Yeah, I like this, Honestly, <laughs> I think um, I love this place that I'm in in the business because like I'm totally, you know, I'm in business and I'm in, I'm in the beauty of business, but I'm a guy, like mm-hmm. I like being a dude. Right. Know, and, um, and I feel like, you know, my clients like me because of the perspective I can l- lend. Right. But date makeup. So I'm going to tell you what's cool for guys. Guys like to see um, guys like to see aspirational mm-hmm. uh, beauty in women. And it doesn't have to be... Even
2: though they think they like to see no makeup and like sweatpants. Listen, they, they don't. They guys don't. Like, guys
1: <laughs> like either or. There's no middle ground. Yeah. So it's either all or nothing. It's either completely, un- uh, utterly obsessed or uninterested in yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that can be one of two things. I don't know. We've got to wrap up soon. But... I, guys love to see post gem, post soul cycle, mm-hmm. post like going for a run, glowy skin on a girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe if your hair is up in a top knot. Uh, like a messy bun right. when you're feeling like you're not cute leaving the gym it's actually a really beautiful time for women because your skin is flushed you, you look hydrated you look glowing right. you have this yeah. lit from a thin quality you've never seen leaving. me
0: leave the gym <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but even like,
0: no. <laughs> yeah. but that's no right. if you
1: think about it if you, there's there's this primal sort of thing that kicks in when a guy is seeing your skin flushed right. you know what I mean and yeah, that's, that's true. sexy and it, it goes to the mind goes somewhere else Um, but so yeah so just gray skin. Guys love to see gray skin, mm-hmm. touchable skin, touchable lips, lips that are not in- inundated with gloss. You know, right. That's why the matte trend is super big right now because it's boyfriend approved. Right. But if a guy still have on a full saturated dense lip. Right. So you're dressing for the ladies, but also you're making your guy happy as well. Right. And also guys want to introduce their women or their girlfriend to their friends and their family and realize that, hey, listen, she's not, this isn't, this is the person I also laid down next to at night. But she is beautiful. So if you're covered in the, the, the clown contour, right. to a certain extent, you're not, he's, there's not just so much you who is yeah. introducing right. to So right. that's why guys are sort of fearful of that. It's man-eater makeup.
0: Right, man-eater um, yeah. makeup. But, and I think it does communicate
2: that. this sort of like high-maintenance thing, which yeah. I think men are afraid of.
1: Men are afraid of. But on the flip side men do, do love if you the the forever reoccurring beauty staples so the sofia loran l- mm. liner yes something mesmerizing like guys are like i hate to say this but men are not that you know we if you look at marketing yeah we, it's always dumbed down just slightly for right. guys when it comes to shampoo and all this other kind of yeah moisturizer. yeah women it's are like so don't savvy. smell
0: yes. yeah
1: or like anti-grease
0: or anti-grime moisturizer
1: you'll look young forever but um so but to your point uh uh, makeup that is actually really alluring for guys to look at, I'm going to give you three. So there's the the feline eye. The mm-hmm. feline eye dates back to biblical, biblical times mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, they were doing this with coal and, and things like that were really organic back in the day. This mm-hmm. is Cleopatra. This is how she got Mark Antony and all these other men, mm-hmm. um, which, which is a very alluring presence. And women are with well within their right to dazzle and bewitch or cast a spell with yeah. a mascara, with a lipstick. And, I mean, it's okay to... That's your right, that's what you That's what you right. can do. We can't do that. You can totally transform your look by just a swipe of matte red and a feline line. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing I would say. Blush, blush is key, really key. So, you know, put your hair up in a top knot. Don't, you know, it's too much fuss. If something's gonna be really polished in one area, make it really undone or raw in another.
3: Ooh, I love that. You know, like, so if your yeah, face good. is
1: beat, make sure your hair is soft and messy. Right. If your hair is perfect. And
3: by beat, you mean heavily made up, right?
1: Polished. Polished. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> and if your hair so is done, <laughs> per, if your hair is perfectly coiffed, just do tinted lip balm and like tons of mascara. Mm-hmm. But that dynamic or those elements that are, that don't quite run parallel at visual interest. And, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is always kind of cool and, Nice to see you with, you know, from your men. I mean, you know, the guys like to see.
2: Right. And not to put you on the spot, but what do yeah. you think of my hair and makeup right now? I'm loving it. I'm,
1: <laughs> first of all, you I like your brows. That. I love your brows. Okay. And I like the contrast your brows add to your eyes. Yeah. But also, I like how you sort of rim the outside edges of your eyes. Yeah. It gives, like, this feline shape without being too much. That's what but I going But they're very for. deep set now.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're
1: very deep set. And I don't see a lot of mascara. It's just really... Smart, I mean, like really, the way you applied your eyeliner, yeah. product placement is key.
2: Well, you know, I think the reason it doesn't look like I'm wearing a lot of mascara is because I'm using like the same crusty old tube of mascara that I had you for know like. To get you like a new that. I know, like it's just you know,
1: That's, those are the best mascara days. The last two days in the tube yeah. of mascara it's is thick. the best. Yeah. It's, it's like thick tacky enough. Goofy. Yeah, you get that grunge rock star lash, little Tammy Fay Baker action. Going yeah.
2: yeah, bring her on. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um Well, unfortunately, we are out of time. I know we could all talk all day long. This was so fun, and you know, I kick this off. I saying we were talking about beauty but I feel like we talked about life oh God, I know it was
0: so great like life I feel and empowered. And <laughs> and <laughs> so fun what can we do so after fun. this change yeah. I know I know yeah.
3: let's do and it we, I feel lifted you know? yeah.
2: yeah that's cool. what the happy hour podcast is here to do <laughs> um, so Sir John where yeah. should where is the best place for everyone that just fell in love with you um, during this podcast to follow you um, like Insta, Instagram. Instagram is my favorite platform okay. at the moment Snapchat soon but you
1: guys yeah. are going to get me into snapping so Instagram I'm SJB life SJB life on Instagram and um, it's pretty easy and I'm there my whole life plays out in front of you and uh, I try to make it interesting and when I'm not working like 21 hour days I try to make sure I post a lot
2: okay yeah. perfect so, yeah. so in those like those three those hours when you're not working <laughs> yeah, <it's> posting <laughs> nonstop. okay so everyone follow Sir John um, follow Car- Carly Cardellino on Instagram follow Brooke what is what is he when even your uh, Instagram
0: Brooke handle? Big Horse my last right. name means Big Horse <laughs> I should probably Less just change horse? my last I love name love it <laughs> yeah like, no little, don't change it it's gonna be I, your thing yeah. I
1: like it it's, it's kind of porn star vibes, but it's very cool. It's very cool, <laughs> she though. She
0: is a porn star. If you approve, then I'll keep it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're sick with it. And I am, as, as always, at Elisa Benson. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe, rate it, love it. Leave a comment about how annoying my voice is. That's what everyone else has done. <laughs> See you guys next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.